You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. So welcome back. We are live in Rustenburg. Uh, we're coming to you from the Orion Safari Hotel in Rustenburg, where we've been invited by the Department of Public Works. As I said at the beginning of the show, they are hosting an imbizo, where Minister Sikhe Zigalala is hosting an engagement session, which is meant to develop women and youth enterprises in the construction industry. I told you that, oh, the minister is also here. I told you that between 11 and 12, we're going to focus our discussion on uh, the minister and uh, the minister of public works. Uh, in fact, in front of me now, I have uh, Tsepiso Ramufi, who's a director at uh, construction management department of public works. And uh, not long after that, I will talk to the minister, Minister Sikhe Zigalala uh, himself, who just arrived. So Tsepiso, good morning. Tell me about your work that you do as director construction management department of public works and why this session is important. I have questions for the minister that came through through our listeners in the morning, but I'll deal with the minister once when you and I are done. Good morning, Tamsing. Komoto, KG, that's my name. KG. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, good morning to the listeners. Um, my name is Tabiso Ramofe, as I mentioned. I'm a director of construction management in the Department of Public Works. What we are dealing with is the infrastructure uh, um infrastructure within the department we are looking after our client uh, we are looking around 15 clients which we are delivering the infrastructure for them the accommodation we are provide the accommodation what we do in a construction branch we are we are real we are implementers of those uh, infrastructure buildings what we are here for we thought that because we have an outcry from our women and youth to say when we do we implement our project, we are sort of, we are set aside and they are competing with uh, male, mm-hmm. which have been having an experience in the industry before. Because when you look at the industry, you'll tell that it was a male-dominant uh, industry. So we, if a woman and a youth has to commit to compete with a man, it's always having the competitive advantage again. Yeah. So the minister decided that to us, we need to go outside there and tell women to say, you are capable of also coming in our, our space. You can perform similarly as a as a man that are within the industry. But so to tell them is one thing, right? Uh, yes. Because those are really words. You have to create an enabling environment, uh, invitation, almost a boost at the lack of a better choice of words for these women and these youth enterprises to be able to participate. Tell me what you're doing that is tangible when you walk away from this imbizo, this get-together, uh, that will sort of materially change uh, the, you know, the dynamics of women and youth in the uh, construction industry in the area, in the northwest area. Okay, thanks, Humuto. Uh, what we are doing as a department currently, we are looking at the women. When we do the preferential point, we are having a preference point for women and youth, mm-hmm. which we consider when we are awarding our project. Second thing that we are planning now to do is to set aside the 40% of our, our budget for the, for the entire portfolio. We are looking at giving it to a woman. We are busy with the policy that will at least try to enable women only not to compete with the men. That is the status that we are in. Mm-hmm. We are also in the process of doing the panel uh, of contractors. In that panel of contractors, we're also looking at 
doing a panel that will only basically the women, yeah. the forty percent in those projects will be based for it would be for a woman, not yeah. including the youth. There is also is is only for a a, a woman. Okay, so I'm going to let you go and thank you and allow you the space to go there and have an engagement with uh, the minister uh, so that the minister uh, does not keep the delegates uh, waiting. Uh, but thank you very much uh, for your time here. Minister, good morning. Uh, good morning. Morning, KG. Thank you for having us yeah. in your program. So, Minister, one of the first things uh, our listeners asked this morning um, to ask me to ask you, as somebody who represents them, they say, why another imbizo? Uh, you know, uh, they say imbizos, as far as they are concerned, are talk shops of sorts. And ultimately, when that talk shop is done, uh, you know, the minister goes back to the minister's office, whoever it is was invited to the imbis or goes back to their life, and fundamentally nothing shifts. Tell me why, one, we needed this imbizo, and two, what you are anticipating uh, will be um, a shift for the women and youth enterprises in the construction industry in the Northwest as you pack shop and go back. Good morning. Morning. Thanks. Uh, I think the first thing we must clarify that the content of this imbizo is not about listening, mm. but it is about providing information. As uh, our director said here earlier, we are in construction uh, and the build industry as a whole. Mm. Now, women have not been uh, able to uh, play a major role. We have opened up a space. So this is like a roadshow where we want to present opportunities for them mm -hmm. and then guide them to see if they, they are at uh, stage one to four. These are programs. We provide them with the programs that we have. We support them. The bigger ones and we, we, we then see this is how you can then further grow uh, your, 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 your company. Mm. So here, we are here to provide information rather than listening to them. That's why you will see that we have panels mm -hmm. that are going to provide information to people. Yeah. Uh, tell me how you make up these panels, one, and also how you decide, particularly as uh, on the Northwest province, as a center for what it is that you're wanting to do here in terms of giving information and business opportunities, because that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, here's the information in terms of how you can sort of uh, uh, get on board and deliver these specific services that we need as a department. Well, we are here because we were requested by a BPC a PE mm -hmm. who requested that they are women in Northwest companies that are owned by women mm -hmm. are not exposed to these opportunities. So we are responding to that call, mm. which was made by women who are in construction in Northwest. But we have been in a number of other areas. We've been in Pumalanga, the deputy minister was there. We've been in Eastern Cape, I've been there. And in all other areas, we're going to ensure that these roadshows take place where people are exposed to opportunities, but also taken through the process uh, on what are the requirements.
Yeah. So, you know, the, the issue of excess is an important I I issue because to talk excess and to allow for excess are two very different things because uh, there's a perception that exists that excess is given to a selected few. Mm. Uh, a selected connected a few. Mm. What do you say against those allegations? Well, we must deal with that. Yeah. We must make our processes transparent. And that's why we are here. To say, these are program, Vugupile program, uh, all the programs that we are running as the department. How to access them? The process must be transparent and people must be able to uh, be supported as a whole, not that we want to select the few. Mm. And that's why we've got, we've got uh, uh, entities like CIDP who are mandated to ensure that they create companies and they are here to provide information to people. Mm. And then we would want to ensure that there is a spread of participation in the built environment. Yeah. And then there's the issue that was also raised uh, where they say a tender will get advertised. And it sounds like that's what you're saying to me, that we're going to say to these potential businesses that, look, here are the opportunities that we that we have, which means a tender. Mm. Right. Um, and then uh, before you know it, that tender gets reversed and the money gets moved almost to a different project. Do you want to talk to that? Yeah, that's why we have uh, established the restriction committee. So that once a tender is advertised, it is then implemented. Mm. It can't just be cancelled because a certain official uh, does not want a company that is successful, mm. that is, uh, uh, should be uh, given that work. It can't be so. So we have established a committee that deals with all of those processes. Once a contract is issued, uh, or the tender is issued, it must be finalized, but work must be done. Minister, and then and when these tenders are issued, um, one of the things that particularly women entrepreneurs or youth entrepreneurs uh, get a roadblock in is where they're told, do you have experience? Because these are big budget contracts, right? Uh, do you have experience in, the, in delivering this kind of work? If you don't, we'd rather you partner with Muntu X, who uh, you know is connected to somebody, for example, in the department and has experience. Is that a fact, or are these going to be almost an incubator phase kind of initiative uh, of the people that are here, the people that may not have, because I'm assuming these are small businesses, uh, small youth uh, enterprises, uh, small women-owned businesses. Are you going to be okay with somebody being ambitious enough but not necessarily have having the material experience uh, to do the varied projects that uh, uh, you want done? It is important that uh, companies who do work should have experience. If we will take people who don't have experience, it means we are going to collapse the industry. Mm. Now, the best way is to grow within the industry. Mm -hmm. And that's why successful companies you'd see, some of them started from lower grades and then they will do work, they will graduate to grade three, grade four, upward. Mm -hmm. It is important because that is a process that uh, brings or uh, provide the necessary experience that is needed. Yeah. But we do have incubation programs uh, where we support companies. We do have a number of programs where small companies are given opportunities mm -hmm. so that they will grow. 
Yeah. And then, Minister, you get accused by these businesses of uh, delaying in uh, payments, uh, that they will do work for, and this is not just your department, this is uh, government's uh, general problem, the delays in the payment of suppliers and lack of communication as to what brings about the payment challenges. And it's a problem a lot of small businesses have had for years. Um, and and it's, almost, it's almost as if something fundamental needs to be done to make sure that uh, because it, it, it ends up having businesses be closed as a result of it. How do you, in your particular department, mitigate it? Because ultimately, it would still kill the very businesses that you're trying to boost. We have a campaign which we call a 30 days payment where people must be paid within 30 days. And we have a, 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 toll, a, a call center where people phone if they are not paid on time so that we will follow on that. In most cases, our department is paying on time. Mm. So we pay on in, time. In terms of percentage, it's, it's we, how much? We, we've been above uh, 95% in terms of pay on time. We have a campaign that we are running monthly to check whether uh, companies are, are paid on time. And one thing that we want to fight is where you find officials uh, blocking payment because they want bribes. Mm -hmm. we, will, we are dealing with that through this campaign, Pay on Time. Yeah, uh, and the campaign is yielding results, Minister, it or is. is it a talk shop? Because people no, are it worried is. about corruption. It is, it is. Corruption yeah. is a problem, we must deal with it. Mm. But if you will look to people who are working with the department, they will tell you that the time for payment has improved. Let's talk about the, you know, uh, the merging of the expanded public works pro program, uh, the expanded public works program with uh, the small businesses, with with the view of creating uh, short to long term employment, and that's one of the things that came out when you had that uh, that engagement. Uh, I think it was in July of this year with uh, the Black Business Council in the built environment B B B C. B -E. Thank you, Minister. It is BBCBE. BBCBE. Yes. Thank you. They are raising this issue that uh, we must uh, collaborate and merge the EPWP with support of small companies. But it can only work if it is cooperatives. That will then be supported. Because if it is an entity, entities must trade through uh, going through procurement processes. Mm -hmm. But if it is cooperatives, for instance, you take a, a, a cleaning uh, through EPWP and you form those people uh, who are beneficiaries into a cooperative, it works better in that way. We are going to engage with them uh, on how to, to accelerate that. Yeah. Last question that came from a listener this morning who asked me to ask this, uh, ask you this question when you do uh, get here. Uh, one of the things he said is uh, they are tired of government always organizing imbizos um, and those imbizos not having uh, sort of tangible results at the end of them and, and not capacitating, um, you know, specific uh, government departments because he says posts get frozen uh, at treasury level level in the interest of uh, saving money, and yet money doesn't get saved from imbizos that the listener was saying don't produce tangible results. Tell me your response to the listener. No, I answered this question at the beginning, as I said. This is not imbizo to listen. Mm. 
Mm. It is an engagement to provide information, to capacitate participants on how to access the opportunities in the built environment. Mm -hmm. So it is a form of a roadshow where we go out to educate people, create access to opportunities. Yeah. So that's what we are doing here. Yeah. It is a roadshow like uh, where we bring information and support to people. I suppose what I didn't add was the part about the freezing of posts in the interest yes. of saving money. Well, that is a freezing post. I think the Treasury have said that uh, they will allow they will they will allow us to fill posts that are, are critical. Okay. So it doesn't mean all posts are frozen. You go to Treasury, you present those that are critical that needs to be filled. Okay. If you have a question for Minister Sikhez Zigalala, uh, Minister of Public Works, please send your question on our WhatsApp line 0614104107, 0614104107, or you can call to speak directly to the Minister on the 0860002032 number at the Orion Safari Hotel in Rustenburg as the Minister is hosting an Imbizo. Uh, to uh, develop women and youth enterprises in construction. But for now, news headlines.